Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. I hope you do, though, because I want to know whether or not you are the type of person who makes New Year's resolutions. And do you actually stick to them? How difficult are they to follow? Because there's a survey out today from Business Insider. Seven in ten, seven out of ten people under the age of 29 now think that New Year's resolutions are just totally outdated. So... I don't know, are they? Do you stick to them? Do you bother with them? Like, you know the way everybody starts this thing about the gym, back to the gym on the 2nd of January. Will the gyms actually be wedged today? Our reporter, Matthew Joyce, took to the streets of Dublin this morning to ask people about their thoughts on whether they bother with New Year's resolutions. New Year's resolutions, do you believe in them? No, not at all. You've got to do it. Not hope. Why is that? Oh, because you just want to stick to them, like. It's just not a thing for you? Yeah, not why, really. Why is that? I don't know, you don't keep them. <laughs> really? You, you just won't actually keep them until the end of the year? You won't uh, be able to achieve yeah. them? If you, if you want to make a change, you know, I feel like, just make the change as opposed to save it for New Year's, yeah, you know. Exactly. If you want to better yourself, then, you know, do it yeah. when you feel like it. Exactly. Do it when you can. Um, I haven't made any, but I think I believe in them, but I should make one. Probably yesterday, but I'll try It's, it's never too late, though. Yeah, I know. Just like spend more time with your family, I guess. Classic. But do you think yeah. you can stick to it? Yeah, I think I will. I think I should make one sandstone and like try stick to it. Do you, do you believe in them? Do you think you could actually achieve them? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Set, a, set a plan list. What would you kind of do in a sense to make sure that you kind of try to achieve it at least? Start putting money away in savings instead of keeping it in my account because it's just out of spending. Move it out like and just get rid of it and forget about it. I think I'll. I should try stick to it. If I write it down and maybe track it or something, then maybe I will try stick to it. Life coach and psychotherapist Siobhan Murray is with us here in the programme. Siobhan, should we make New Year's resolutions? It's uh, Well, first of all, good afternoon. Um, I'm still laughing here listening to the previous session. Um, <laughs> she was brilliant. Was yeah. Uh, um, it was so interesting listening to that. The amount, I'm, I'm really big on our language. Now, I'm starting with this because should and try. So, the amount of times that was said in that little segment, I should do this or I should try, we're already setting ourselves up for failure because I tried, but it didn't really work. It's not an action word. It's a get out of jail word. So if somebody does want to make those changes, and I do have my own opinion about New Year's resolutions, I, I agree with the, uh, the 7 out of 10. I, I just think... If we want to make changes, approaching it with exactly why do we, are we doing this because it's January, so this is what we should Everybody do. else is doing it. Everybody's talking about, yeah. it on the, about it on the radio, most likely. <laughs> and, but, but there's no, we don't actually connect to the reason why or why. And I always do an exercise called the five whys. So you had said earlier that you wanted to, just be, um, look after yourself more. There was a few things that you said. It wasn't super specific. No. And I know well, it's because I won't stick to it. Like, I, I just know there's no point in me saying I'm going to the gym today because I'm not. And, you know, I'm not going to change my life in the next six weeks. But I think there's probably smaller little things I could do and have a little bit of a focus on it rather than this big goal setting that by, you know, the 31st of December of 2024. I'm yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm a totally different person. I just know that's not achievable. But, well, it, it, I mean, one, it is achievable, but the reality is, is goals don't work. So firstly, connecting to your why, doing an exercise, the five whys, ask yourself, why do I want to do this? 
and then write that answer down. And then whatever that answer is, ask yourself, well, why is that important to me? And write that answer down. And then ask, why is that answer important to me? So that you actually drill down. And maybe it's actually, it's not important. So whatever that I should, it's not the thing for you because you're not going to stick with it if you're not emotionally connected to it. If it is, if you get down at the five whys to, yeah, this is really important to me, this is why, and it's very personal, then what you need to do is go, okay, what strategies am I going to implement in order for this to be sustainable? And I'm going to use the the easiest one for me very quickly Mm. is I I want to go to sleep. I want to get to bed earlier. I want to have better sleep. Well, if I want to have better sleep and I'm going, okay, I'm going to go to bed at half 10, 11 o'clock. Um, that means I won't be able to sit down and watch TV because everyone, that's my time normally. So I'm already in deprivation. I'm already approaching this thing that I really want with a sense of deprivation. If I want better sleep, what are my strategies? Well, actually, getting better sleep starts from the minute you get up. It's the way that we behave and the habits we have throughout the day that will have the positive impact in getting to bed at the time that I want. So it's not launching straight into the big thing. I'm going to go to bed at half 10, 11 Mm. o'clock every night. It's breaking it down. So one, knowing your why, and then what are your strategies? So during the day, I'm going to eat well. Um, Stop stop the coffee after 6 p.m. and so on, this kind of stuff. Well, I'm not going to miss dinner and shove a sandwich into me at 15 minutes before I'm going to bed because my body can't digest it. So I'm going to... Now, we don't have to become super, um, you know, rigid with the way that our day is. But we need to look at what are we doing during the day. Okay. I'm, I'm a big believer of 10, 15 minute walks throughout the day. If you are able bodied and you can get out and walk, forget about the gym. Getting out for a 10 or 15 minute walk once or twice a day, every day, because it's consistency. Remember, this is not about the big things. Driving to the gym, getting out of your clothes, putting <laughs> the other clothes on, and, uh, and suddenly you're going. I used to have a game years ago that if the front car park of the gym, there wasn't a parking space, uh, the universe went, I, I'm not supposed to come. And, and I would play that game with myself. And it, like I would give myself reasons not to go rather than seeing it as what I do now is I, I do my, my micro walks. And if during the day I get an opportunity to do what I call the big walk, you know, the, the an hour walk, that's great. But if I don't, I've done my micro walks. I've been it. Yeah. I've, do, do you think, what, what do you think is the reason as to why younger people feel that resolutions are outdated? Why is that? I think, I, I mean, I, I was going to try and get a bit of research behind it. So this is very, this is based on, on my opinion. But I think we live in such a um, fast-paced, disposable world that, you know, years ago, when somebody was doing that, that New Year's resolution, it was hard work. It was, you know, if somebody was giving up smoking or, um, you know, starting to run, and they did it. And I think there was a higher commitment to it. Whereas I think, and I may be lambasted for this, I think because we live in such a fast-paced, disposable world now, if it's not easy 
and it's not quickly accessible. You know, you're not going to be able to go from never running to running a marathon in a month. So if it's not quickly accessible, mm, not really going to bother. Well, it's funny. I actually wondered, was it to do with just the fact that, you know, wellness is much more of a topic that we we consume and, and we chat about an awful lot more frequently now, Siobhan, that nearly, I would imagine, you know, the younger kind of younger people, younger generation, they're more in tune with wellness than certainly I they would have been are. 20 years ago. Yes. Yeah, um, I, I like to think of myself as a wellness disruptor because I think the whole the whole industry, um, if it doesn't cost um, and, uh, you know, it's not the, the new thing to do, it's not worth doing it. Whereas well-being, um, positive health is, you know, it's the micro walks, it's it, the, the drinking your water. It shouldn't cost anything. Um, and it's about consistency. So I want it's not about a fad. Um, I, I do think the younger generation, and uh, there's reports on this, they are much more aware of alcohol consumption. Um, there isn't. And then you look at COVID. So the Friday night drinks, that all changed with COVID. And yeah, then you've got yeah, hybrid big working. Life changes. Yeah. So, you know, and something somebody said before Christmas was there was a lot more breakfast parties. Now, I don't know. I don't right. know anyone personally. No. But that... That we're doing that. So companies, <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure if there was alcohol involved, but, you know, people, departments were going out for brunch rather than the night party because people either are living outside of Dublin. So there is, there's definitely a big shift with the under 29s. Okay. But there is as well with the over 29s. Everybody's just moving away from, from resolutions. Yeah, I think, you know, we're all starting to look, we're talking more about menopause, we're talking more about men's health, we're talking throughout the year. And I think because of that, people are starting to realise, and this is something I'm really passionate about, I hate that word, um, but it's not your head or your body, it's all of us, it's our positive health, it's everything that we do, it's the laughter, it's allowing ourselves to be sad, Um, it's not about, you know, a positive psychology, you know, we're supposed to be sad okay. and angry and Just, happy and all of those things. I've been asking uh, listeners to get in touch with their own New Year's resolutions today as well. Um, I feel there's too much pressure to constantly do everything since this texter. I find it totally overwhelming. Everything you do is now judged. This texter is 77 and has started walking regularly this year, 20 minutes. I feel great after it. I enjoy tennis, table tennis a few times a week as well. Another listener, I'm three years off the smokes yesterday. The only resolution that I ever made and stuck to it. I couldn't be prouder. Well done to that listener. Congratulations. Uh, This listener says, I always make New Year's resolutions. I find them great. They give me a little bit of a renewed interest in things. Even if I only do them and they last a couple of weeks, I actually think they're great for those few weeks. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.